everyone, and welcome to Zing This. We got some interesting discussion in this episode today. Um, we're going to be talking about, I guess, this will be the first episode focused on girl power, you want to say? Yeah, girl power. But before we get to that, there was a very interesting trailer released um, recently. Yeah, the um, Blade Runner. Yes, the sequel to the original. So that's kind of interesting. I wonder if it's going to finally answer the question on whether Decker is a replicant or not. Since that was kind of kept aloof and then certain versions of it said that he was. Other versions said that he wasn't. Certain people said that he is. Other people said he isn't. So, I mean, that's kind of... That's kind of interesting. In other movie-related news, since apparently this is just going to be a movie-heavy discussion, live-action Naruto is in, I guess, pre-pre-pre-pre-production. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I love Naruto. But, I mean, have they said anything about um, what there, story arc or anything? Nope. Okay. I mean, this could not even get. This might not even get off the ground. Gotcha. Technically, I mean, this is pre-production, so who knows how far right. it could go. There was concept art showing the Nine Tails and his father, like leaning over what looked like him as a baby. Oh. So that well, that's concept art. So who knows? Yeah. I'm guessing they'll do the origins. I don't know. Naruto's such a. No offense to the Best. fans. No offense to the fans. A daunting task to keep up with and watch because there's just so much they did with it and it's such like a like a vast story i mean i i i love dragon ball and i I know a lot of people are like what anime would you recommend i'm like well i love growing up with dragon ball z and everything but i wouldn't recommend it because it's just such a long series and since they got super it's extending i mean if you want to watch it cool i mean there's kai there's the abridged series which they do a phenomenal job i mean it's more joking based but I think that they're thinking, though, I mean, but but on the opposite end of the spectrum, um, I feel like, you know, if it does really well, there's so much material to make more. Exactly. So, so I'm wondering if they're counting on, I don't know, possible stuff with the Ghost in the Shell or the live action Full Metal Alchemist. So I'm wondering if they're counting on that, and that's why they wanted to put this into pre-production so that they in could... In case those headed off. Yeah, so that yeah. they could really escalate this stuff along. Well, we'll see where it goes. I mean, like I said, this is pre-pre-pre-production, so it just probably just was just them like letting people know, hey, we're possibly working on this. And, of course, they do, speaking of Dragon Ball, have to overcome the opposition that is Dragon Ball Evolution. So, I mean... I, I don't think you can top th- that level of bad. <laughs> oh. I know, sad. <laughs> um, in other anime news, I know that the next season of Attack on Titan, which you and I both are fans of, is going to be making an appearance sometime next year. God, hurry Maybe. up. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I'm glad they're taking their time. They're not, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be putting filler in. It's going to be straight manga transition so but it's like does it need to be this long though i mean i I just it was such it's such a good series that i think it'll still be fine but you know it's just i would have hoped that they would have gotten it out a little bit sooner to kind of keep the fans happy but who knows so our discussion today on girl power i guess i guess as we let's 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 jump right into that discussion Get this thing moving, because we got some very interesting topics to discuss. Um, just pointing this out, I don't know if I'm the one that should be saying this, but, you know, if you want to cut in, you can. Recently, there's been a lot more female heroes popping up in the in the cinematic universes. Yes. And in the television universes. Yeah, I was going to say, not just cinematic. But it's, it's not that they... It's not that they're adding... It's just that there is a plethora of... Female characters is just now they're really starting to make sure that they're out there and really starting to utilize them. So we just wanted to kind of discuss possible upcoming ones, what effect they could have on the story, and what they're really bringing to the table for the the different franchises. I mean, we're we're going to also cover the gambit here of not just the movies, but we're also going to cover the TV shows, mainly the Flash and Arrowverse stuff. Of course, Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. So that will be... Uh, that'll be covered as well. So we're 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 kind of pushing TV in because there's some stuff on there that I think's 
very interesting. Like I said, this isn't a definitive list of characters. Right. This is this is just ones that we felt were interesting that we have heard about that are going to be in it. So, with that, do you want to start with DC? Um, sure. All right. You just finished Supergirl season one. Season one. <laughs> you, you, you just finished that. So, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I liked it. I I am not as familiar with you know. A lot of the comic book. Which is why I get asked questions on a very regular basis. Yes. And, and I know that you are a big fan of hers. A lot of have, um, have a lot of the graphic novels and that I kind have of a thing. Few. Yes. Um, and I just was intrigued to watch it. And, and I, and I, you know, I knew that they were doing crossovers and that kind of thing. And I love Arrow and Flash and all that. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, they did a really good job of humanizing her and, um, you know, just the whole backstory of where she came from and, and her coming to her own and not wanting to just be known for coming to earth to help Superman, but she wanted to have her own identity. So it's, uh, it's a really good story. I thought it was well done. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the new season. Just haven't had a chance to dive into it yet. Okay. Well, I mean, they do cover some more stuff in the new, I, I, I know a little bit about the new season and they do cover some stuff. But a possibility that could make an appearance in that, I don't know if it will be on Supergirl or if it will be on one of the other ones, but there has been brought up that there is multiple Earths. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was tackled, of course, in the crossover event. It was mentioned that they are numbering the Earths as well, which is very interesting. But So the, the new Earths... I don't I've, think they've given a exact. Here's how many we we have. It's just they num they're numbering them as they discover. Well, them. there was an episode in season one of mm-hmm. Supergirl where the Flash popped in. Yeah, and they said in. it was parallel. Mm-hmm. But since then, in the crossover, it's been referenced that there are multiple ones. Which, just speculating here, I know that this is a t- entirely different topic. Could they do a crisis event to where it melds all the Earths into one and just float? Um, folds over the continuity like they did in the comics, or are they mm. going to leave it to have multiple Earths? Don't know. Speaking of, of somebody who is from another Earth, we've got Power Girl, who has been hinted at to be possibly making <laughs> That's an appearance. That's a favorite of yours. Yes, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of Power Girl for multiple reasons. She is basically an alternate universe version of Supergirl. Supergirl. Right. Um, she is actually, there is some very interesting stuff with her, though. She, of course, has all the powers of a Kryptonian. I'm I'm not going to go into her whole back history. Okay. Because it's, as I've discovered with doing some research for not only this episode, but other ones, DC's back pre-crisis, pre-52, pre this, that, or the other, it gets murky, it gets weird with some characters, so you just kind of, I I just kind of picked and chose for more recent stuff. And it's not just DC. I mean, Marvel's Marvel's there too, but they yeah. they I think have a better job of being more upfront about what they've changed and when. Where DC kind of keeps it aloof, which isn't bad. It's just kind of like, well, wait, are they still that kind of character? Yeah. So we just want to make sure that every make sure that everybody understands that you know we're talking about different different versions and different things. So it may not always be what the yeah the one thing they is. the one they could use in the show could be a different version than the one we're talking about too. This is the more main one. And she is, she's, a court, like I said, Kryptonian. But here's an interesting thing. She is not affected by kryptonite on the, on the main Earth that the comics take place in. Because she's actually from a different Earth. And you can apparently only be affected by the kryptonite from your Earth. Now, that might have been retcon. That might have been changed. Like I said, I've done what research I can. So if anyone wants to jump on me about it, by all means, cite your sources. I'll look it up and I will pay the price for my lack of research, possibly. She is still, however, affected by magic, which is something a lot of people do forget mm-hmm. affects Kryptonians very severely. And that's, um, and like I said, conversation for another time, but that's why I think Shazam holds an upper hand in a fight against Superman from time to time. Not saying that he would win, but just does have an upper hand since his powers are magic-based. But we are talking about Power Girl, who is Supergirl from a parallel Earth, from a different Earth. 
she has the same power set. She's also a lot more confident in her abilities and a lot more confident in the way she carries herself. She does have her own issues from being from basically a, a forgotten Earth or an Earth that doesn't exist anymore. The Superman that was her cousin is long dead and gone or long not in existence anymore. So, I mean, she's kind of coping with that. She's really associated a lot with the JSA. So... I know that that would be a very interesting thing to bring them in as well. Okay. I just like to see her in a live action role. I think that they could do a good job with her and kind of show, you know, she's a more confident version of Supergirl. And she is, I, if I remember correctly, she is a little bit more powerful in the fact that she's just more confident with how she carries herself. Now, of course, Supergirl in the comics does have little bit more anger issues and is a little bit more quick tempered so i think that's where that deviation comes from between the two of them yeah and i I did like the one episode of supergirl with the um red kryptonite yes where it where it warped her and it it kind of um brought out her inter (laughs) and and that once again is is a very interesting thing with the vastness of what red kryptonite really does because you asked me about and and i was like well it does this and i looked it up and it depends on what if it's pre-crisis, if it's this, if it's that. So DC has a good job of not really explaining everything fully unless they absolutely need to or fully doing stuff, which is fine. It's just if you're trying to cite stuff, it makes it a little bit difficult. On that note, I guess we should bring up somebody else who's going to be making an appearance very shortly in her own standalone movie. Wonder Woman? Yes, Wonder Woman. So... (laughs) Diana Prince. Yes. So she will be making an appearance, of course, in her own movie. Can I just say how excited I am? Exactly. A lot of people are excited oh about gosh. this. A lot of people enjoy Wonder Woman as a character and that she is she is a very, I guess, female icon as well. So with that, she's going to have her own movie, which is going to be set during World War One era. Um, don't really know what's going on with it yet. They've kind of kept some of the story. From what I can see, and I'm not trying to dig too deep because... Don't want to spoil anything for myself, but a lot of stuff's been kept sort of under wraps. But she will also then make an appearance in the Justice League movie, of course. And, of course, we did see her in Superman versus Batman. I thought she they did a good job with her in that. I felt the only issue I had, if I really want to critique it, is they... They kept on slowly hinting that it was her, even though everyone, as soon as she stepped on screen, was like, oh, that's going to be Wonder Woman. They, they, they kept hinting at it, hinting at it, hinting at it, and then they just heavy-handed just went over the top with it. And we're like, oh, Miss Prince. And it's like, okay, if you haven't gotten it by now, then then that's 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 Wonder Woman. Well, and um, I, I like their little, in the Wonder Woman movie trailer, the little cute little things about how... Um, she doesn't understand why women are subservient yeah, to men sort and, of thing. And the one she, lady was like, I like her because she was, you know, asking stuff about the secretary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I thought that was very, very well done. It was cute. So, I, once again, with weird origin stories, I'm not going to get into oh, hers because <laughs> trust me, it gets weird. Very, very weird if we discuss her origins. But let's just kind of go over her powers. She is, of course, depending on the origin, she is possibly the son of Zeus. I mean, sorry. The daughter. Daughter of (laughs) Zeus. Right. Daughter of Zeus. So that gives her kind of divine powers. Question for the movie is, can she fly or not? Because that is something that depending on some stuff she can fly, some stuff she can't, some stuff she needs an invisible jet for. It's kind of an up in the air thing. So I'm just wondering if they're going to allow her to fly or not. There was something in the trailer where it looked like she had the lasso below her and that she was up in the air, but she could have been jumping. Right. Of course, in Batman versus Superman, she jumped at Doomsday. But once again, was that flying or is that just her leaping forward like at Like propelling. Him? Yeah, propelling herself yeah. forward. Because we didn't see her flying like Superman does. So right. They might cut out flight, which if they do, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm a for or against that. It's just kind of, I mean, as long as she has, you know, the she also, of course, has super strength. Because of being an Amazon and because right. of m- multiple magical items that she does carry on her. The bracelets, which can deflect bullets, which once again, in some interpretations, she's kind of bulletproof. But in this one, I don't think she is because she has it has shown her using the, the bracelets to block bullets. 
But yeah, because we it. were kind of yeah we were kind of talking about is yeah. she blocking it or is she just doing that? Because she blocks it to save uh, the one guy. She blocks yeah. it, but then there's the one on the battlefield where she blocks it, and it's just her out there. Yeah. So it's one of those. Is she doing it just to do it, or does she? Is she actually not bulletproof? I mean, she of course had. I mean, it's just there's so many. There's so much stuff they could pull from. And, I mean, she has the lasso. I mean, she obviously has the lasso. We saw that. She obviously yeah. has her sword and shield. Right. So, that, they that have makes... The, they have the iconic stuff. That makes me think she isn't bulletproof. She's right. durable, but not bulletproof. They show some of the Amazonian women dying. Well, it, it's implied by yeah. one of the trailers that you see one of them doing something. And then it's she's on... You kind of see, like, a zoom in from... Where she was to where the people saw her as like, oh no, she's, something's happened to her. So I, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, Diana's supposed to be like the greatest of the Amazons. So, I mean, who knows? We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, something's going to happen in, cause I know this, not, not trying to spoil anything, but there will be something that happens at the end of the Wonder Woman movie that will let, make her not want to be involved in the world of man for almost a hundred years. And also, once again, she is somebody who is very long-lived right. as well. So, I mean, obviously, they're, they're, they're going with that continuity where they don't age normally compared to regular humans. So, we'll have to see what they do with that. Um, so, rounding out DC, we're finally getting to a interesting set of characters. Oh, to, one, one more thing for Wonder Woman real quick. I know it... I, I know at one point she was the is the god. I think she currently still is the god of war in in the current continuity, if I remember correctly, which is interesting because she's taken the place of Ares, so she's now the god of war, which apparently has given her more power in the comics. Once again, highly doubt that's going to transition over to the movie. So right. maybe way down the road, but right now, not so much. So I guess we're going to transition to the last. Ones for our DC, but it involves a trio of characters that are based in Gotham. And I know that these ones are ones that you have have some comics of and read oh, up yes. on and definitely enjoy these characters. And they are? Um, well, Catwoman. I'm just going to say they're the Gotham City Sirens. Oh. Which are? Catwoman and Poison Ivy mm-hmm. and... Harley Quinn. Yeah. So... Of course, we've seen Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad, right. which is what's kind of driving this push for these um, for this possible. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed new movie that's going to be being done where it's going to be based around them. I find this interesting that they're trying to broaden the universe already that much. I mean, DC's trying. I think I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to start the DC versus Marvel conversation. I think yes, they're trying. Not. <laughs> I, I think they're just trying to see what all they can do and see what sticks for them right now, which isn't bad in my opinion. Is it getting us the bad movies? Eh, debatable, but at least we're getting some interesting movies that we might not have normally gotten before. Well, I mean, and, and Catwoman, not not that obviously I'm saying go out and be a burglar, um, but Catwoman is one of those characters that is more realistic. Like, it, she's... Um, someone that she's she she doesn't have powers. Yeah, uh, technically Harley Quinn. I mean, aside from being a lunatic, doesn't have any powers. <laughs> right. Either the only one out of that bunch that Ivy. does is sort of Ivy. But yeah. once again, how real are they being with these? I mean, they've obviously shown that they are stretching out of what the Nolan films did, at least, which is the last time we saw Catwoman, which was portrayed by. Which was portrayed by Anne Hathaway, and I think she did a great job as Catwoman. Yeah, I, I, I'm I didn't trying to remember. Have a I don't think did they ever actually refer to her as Catwoman, or was it kind of just this? I'm trying to remember now. I, know. I don't think I don't know if they. Well, anyways, she was obviously the last Catwoman. She did a, I think, a good job with it. I mean, once again, Nolan films are set more in the real world. This one's, I think, going to be a little bit more whimsical. So I'm sure that she could flip off of a building and. Land on the ground, but once again, she doesn't really. She's 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 she's, very, Bat, she's Batman. If Batman was a cat burglar, basically, in in the sense of she's trained herself to be an expert at 
gymnastics. Well, hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat, gymnastics. And, of course, her famous bullwhip. Yeah, and, of course, being able able to use a whip, crack a safe. (laughs) Exactly. So she would be an interesting character to have. Once again, they're going for the more... I'm assuming they're going to be anti-heroes, possibly, in this, or... I mean, I don't know. How do you, how do you think they're going to do this? Because, I mean, in Gotham City Sirens, mm. they normally are. Are, are, they, are they really bad guys in it? Or are they kind of just... Depends on... They're not really... Yeah, that's hard. Because they're not really bad guys. Um, but they're not really good guys either. Yeah, because I feel Catwoman... Out, out, out of them, there has been some recent developments in the comics with Harley to where she's kind of she's not she's an anti-hero she yeah. does stuff heroic if she needs to right sort yeah of situations exactly. in the comics um but catwoman kind of it depends on what benefits her yes it's it's it definitely for catwoman especially it's 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 definitely for her benefit so if it's something that. that benefits her to be evil she'll do it if it's something that doesn't then she kind of it, it just the, her her motives are money based so or what does this do for me based? Well, and then you also have, you know, Gotham that has these characters in it as well. Catwoman and Ivy. Mm-hmm. Ivy just, um, you know, in the new... Well, maybe you shouldn't talk. Yeah, spoilers. About, yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. Gotham the TV show, not <laughs> yes. the city, by yes, the way. Yes, Gotham the TV show. Um, they definitely have... You know some of these characters in it as well. Well, it would and, be an interpretation of how they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, it would be really difficult for them to do Harley though, because since at that point in time, I mean, once again, their timeline with the Gotham show is very weird. Right. But she would not. She'd be either probably in high school. She she wouldn't be. She she wouldn't be a well, doctor yet, which means she wouldn't have been involved with the Joker, which means she wouldn't be crazy. Right. And, technically. And, and if you Catwoman with it. and Ivy are both like high school age, I would say yeah. too. So So let's move on to Ivy real quick, because there's a rumor going around that it might be the casting might be Megan Fox. Ugh. No offense to Mrs. Fox and everything, but I I think it should depend on how they play the character because I know that we've had another interpretation of it that we're not going to talk about. (sighs) I feel like we need to have Rob around for a discussion on (sighs) the Batman, those Batman movies because he has a very interesting take on them. But I don't. Oh gosh. Okay. Correct. I'm I'm not here to judge anybody, and she's a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong. She is, she is. But Ivy's an intellectual, yeah, that, too. See, and, and, I just don't and, and I'm not saying that she can't be. <laughs> that, 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 that she couldn't pull off that part, I'm, but. I just, it doesn't feel right for me, for Ivy. I, I just don't see her doing that role. She has the, she has the sexiness down, of course, because Ivy is a very sensual, sensual yeah. character. Um, but I just, I don't think she can pull the scientist doctory kind of But once vibe. again, it depends how much they're going to go on that. Right. I mean, I'd like them to go on that to show that, you know, that these characters are not just capable as, you know, women characters, but they're very capable in, in, on an intellectual level to Correct. fight, you know, cr- to fight against their, whether it be Batman or other people. Because Catwoman is, of course, very smart, you know, career criminal of sorts. Mm-hmm. Harley's... Insane, which I think transitions into <laughs> she's just smart. Fun. She's just fun. And I mean, Ivy plans stuff out and has, and she, I guess, out of the three of them, ha- kind of has some power over plants, sort of. And I mean, she's she's like an eco terrorist as far as the like. All she's more concerned about a plant's life than a, a human's. Human. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just I don't know. I just. Hey, maybe it'll surprise me and it'll exactly. be great. Exactly. I mean, I don't we're, know. we are not condemning this movie, by the way. No, we no, are no. just, we are speculating on what information we've been given and what we know about these characters and if they're going to hold true to their comic book counterparts. Right. So, um, I guess we're going to move to Marvel now, which Marvel has some as well. So, I guess we're going to start with a, um, I guess, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Logan. I want to go with the, the, the Logan movie first, which would introduce us to... X-23. X-23. Oh, yeah. Who is a, per se, clone of Wolverine slash Logan. 
Um, not going to get into her, her whole history because it's a very interesting one. I don't want to spoil everything for that, but she... And, and can I just say that if, if anybody is interested in us... Um, doing origins. Yeah, dor- doing an origins of... Or getting more in-depth discussions on these characters. On, on a specific character, then we are more than happy to you know get more detailed... Um, we're just trying to give an overview of a lot of the different girl characters that are going to be making their debut soon. Yes. And, and, and the, we're doing this because it's not the norm. I mean, you know, it's always been the main male characters and and it's exciting. We're we're, we're liking that, that they're, that they're tackling these female characters and getting more female characters out there. I mean, do you think they're doing this to, you know, hit on the market of, all the the female moviegoers that normally wouldn't be into comic book type stuff, or I, I mean, this could be anything. I think X twenty three with with particular of the X twenty three discussion we're about to have. I think that's just kind of moving that story along. But for right. the other ones, I think it could definitely be wanting to get more, you know, people interested in seeing these movies who aren't already. They're they're trying to make sure that they're tapping every market they can. So then when they put out the big crossover movies, they bring in. As many people as they can. I mean, not like any of them are hurting for for, for that audience. So X-23 is an imperfect... Well, is a clone of Logan to right. an extent. There was something wrong with the chromosomes, I think, with the, with the cloning process. So they had to make it a female instead. So when they cloned her, she actually grew bone claws, much like Wolverine did. But she only gets... She has two on each hand. But she has them in her feet. She has one on her foot. Yeah. Feet as well. Each foot as well. Right. In between her big toe and the rest of her toes that can come out. Here's an interesting fact, though. Her whole body, unlike Wolverine's, is not... Co- well, I guess I should say Logan because I'm going to put out a fun fact in a minute. Unlike Logan's, is not coated in animantium. Only her claws are because during the process they removed... Her, they, they removed the three claws, well, six claws total, and coated them in animanium and then put them back in her, and she escaped before she was able to have them do her entire body. She does, of course, have a healing factor. It is not right. specified, you know, if it's better than Wolver, if it's better than Logan's, if it's better than Deadpool's. It's just kind of, once again, a healing factor. This does, however, bring up the issue, though, with gunfire and stuff like that. Wolverine can just basically chart. I keep saying that Logan <laughs> can basically charge headfirst into battle and kind of just shrug off bullets because he has he's completely coated in adamantium. She, however, cannot. But that does lead to the fact that she is a very world-renowned assassin as well. She's very adept with um, close quarters combat, hand-to-hand combat. Also, is very adept at weapons, which is something that I mean, I'm sure Wolverine knows how to use a weapon, but she is skilled and was basically raised and developed to be the ultimate weapon since they'd lost Wolverine. They couldn't get him back. So that's kind of where, and I think it's interesting that she can like, if her, if something, a limb goes off, she can, she, she she, can actually take it and like Deadpool has done before. She can put it up against where it came off of and it will heal. It will reattach. I don't know how long that process takes. I don't know if it's instant or if it takes a few minutes. The reason I keep having issues with the with saying Wolverine is because currently in the comics she actually is Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, as we know him as Logan, is currently dead or assumed dead. And he's encased in adamantium. There is Old Man Logan, but he isn't wearing the costume or doing that. If you look at our photo that we of course put up on our Instagram and on our Twitter, there is an image of her in the Wolverine outfit, and she is the current Wolverine. Right. So that's interesting that she's taking that split spot. As for the movie, I bet she's going to have the the animanium claws. I bet she's going to have, you know, the, of course, rage. She, she does, of course, have the berserker rage like Wolverine does. So there is something else that can send her into a blinding rage, which is... She has the trigger scent. Which is something that apparently it's some pheromone or something that they can put on something where basically if she gets near it, it makes her go into her berserk kill mode and she just goes to town it's a type of conditioning yes yes so in the trailer we did see 
what look in one of the trailers you did see her like somebody flipping around which i'm pretty sure was her like stabbing into people Mm -hmm. could that be they had the trigger set on something yeah it's possible Possible. so and i'd like to point out too that along the whole theme of like poison ivy and some of the other characters of how they're not only you know for the villain type deadly and you know very strong but they're also intelligent she is um supposed to be very highly educated and extremely smart too because they they molded her to be the perfect living weapon yeah so so definitely he's going to be an interesting character to have i i do want to point this out because i don't know when we're going to get a chance to talk about logan again i have a theory once if if I'm wrong on this, please do not tear me apart. But someone, me, I was talking to someone at work, and they had mentioned something about Xavier being in the movie, and I actually kind of blurted this out and didn't even think about. It. I'm like, well, who says he's like physically there? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh my gosh, I got an idea. What if he like somehow implanted his like himself into Logan's mind, or if Wolverine, sorry, if Logan's just kind of has this inner dialogue with himself and his other and the person he's having a dialogue with is actually professor X, but he's not physically there. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it's revealed later that he's not had Xavier with him the whole time. It's just been him talking to himself that, that show that he's completely lost his mind. Like, like I said, don't know. Haven't seen much more in the movie. Just kind of a, a random prediction because Xavier would be old at this point. Very old. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, Wolverine looked old. And apparently there's supposed to be some virus that wiped out a lot of the mutants. Mm-hmm. So that's supposed to have helped with, you know, kind of KOing his um, healing factor and aging him. But then again, I mean, I, I, just, I just think it's an interesting theory. Yeah. Since I've been having a lot of fun with theories and in these movies, I figured I'd, I'd voice that one so in a few months I can be like, ha ha, told you, or I can just shut up and never speak about it again. <laughs> That's okay. That's the point of theories. They're just speculations. Exactly. Fun speculation. Speaking of fun speculation, I think we're going to go to another movie that's coming out very shortly that will have two female characters being introduced in it, which would be the Thor Ragnarok movie. Oh, uh, yeah. That will have Valkyrie in it, who is a... As Guardian war- Warrior, who's basically, and she's just an amazing warrior that I think is going to bring a, once again, a dynamic. I mean, Thor's not known for not having good female roles in it. I mean, they had Sif, and I'll bring up another one in a second, but that's definitely interesting that they're introducing the actual Valkyrie in it. So, I mean, it depends on what origin you go with. I know that right. she was, she's very involved in the Ultimate Universe at certain points. I know she's also involved in the main continuity. But she's an Asgardian warrior, and as we've seen from seeing other Asgardian warriors in battle, they're obviously pretty pretty formidable. So I, I definitely am very excited to see her introduced. I don't know in what regards, because this movie's got a lot of stuff going for it. It's supposed to have some Planet Hulk stuff. It's supposed to have some stuff with Stephen Strange being involved, with them finding mm. Odin, with um, and also there's supposed to be some stuff with the Collector... And there's supposed to be some... Uh, it's it's supposed to have a ton of different stuff going on with it. So I'm just kind of wondering, you know, how are they going to fit all this in? And I'm hoping that they give Valkyrie a little bit more than just like a, oh, hey, that's Valkyrie. Well, and you can't help but love her sword, Dragon Fang. That's an awesome name. <laughs> I, I will give it to Thor mythology and everything. Yes. I mean, definitely, you know, of course, the actual mythology, but to the writers and everything, they have some unique... Names like Mjolnir or Mew Mew. Was, was that, was that what it was, she called it? Yes. So, I mean, that's all. I mean, he's got an axe that he uses and, as well. And, well, and the, um, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't get off of Dragon Fang. Um, I love the way that the, the sword is supposed to be carved from the tooth of an extra dimensional dragon. I don't know if they're going to cover that in the movie, but it would be pretty cool. It would be so awesome. I love it. Like 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 her getting ready for battle and someone's like, is that your sword? And then she says that and they're like, oh. Yeah, they have to do that like, you know, in movies. Non, nonchalant. Oh, it's just carved from the tooth yeah. of an interdimensional dragon. Yeah, they just kind of squeak it in there. And, oh, and you know, the response know. is, oh. 
What have I got myself into? Yeah. So, I mean, she might be involved in this whole arena battle. Thing. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, this movie is supposed to go so many different directions. And well, the... and, and if we're trying to relate it to Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. the the sword, we could do a whole episode on Dragon Fang. Thank you very much, uh, guys and girls. But um, the, the sword actually was passed on to Ancient One, oh. who then passed it on to Doctor Strange. Interesting. Yes, yes. Fascinating. I know, see? I, I'm just saying. So, once again, Thor seems like it has a lot going on in it, which is going to be interesting. There's another character that's supposed to be being introduced that's a female. Hell. Well, hell. Exactly. <laughs> Quite literally, the name of the character and the place where she resides. She's kind of the lord of the underworld, basically, of... Norse mythology and everything. Here's a fun fact, though, and I don't know if they're going to cover this in the movie. If I remember correctly, she's the daughter of Loki. Oh. I don't think that's going to be covered in the movie. Probably not, but... But she's supposed to have, like, some sway in the movie as well, which I'm kind of interested in, because I'm like, is somebody dead? Do they have to go to her realm to retrieve their soul? Who knows? I mean, she's also one that's... She's somebody that's very powerful. She, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, she does sort of outrank not only if Loki is her father, but Thor as well, in supposedly in power. Like, she commands an entire realm. So, definitely interesting on where that may go. Might have something to do with what's going on with Odin if he's dead, or, you know, if they go there to try to bargain with her to get his soul back, or to find out where he is. Like I said... Who knows what kind of stuff's going to be going on with this. I know that there's probably a lot more internet speculation or a lot more internet right. stuff on this. We're trying not to read too much into stuff. We're just trying to have fun with the discussion on these characters. Yeah. So I guess we're going to move on to one, another one that has their name in a title card coming up, which would be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, I know. I, 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 I see. Ellie, Ellie knows the list and there's one more. Oh, but okay. we're saving that because I know that that one has a special place in your heart. <laughs> it does. So we have the Wasp, who is Ant-Man's counterpart of sorts. Which they obviously hint at at the end of the movie. Well, they hint at the new Wasp, but then you had the, of course, I guess, classic Wasp or Golden Age Wasp that they had in the vid- I mean, they had in the flashback where she was able to shrink down below the particles and save everybody, <laughs> but... Here's the thing. I'm, I'm interested to have her in because originally Wasp was supposed to debut actually in the Avengers movie. The original, the one back in 2012, she was supposed to be actually in that movie. Okay. And they cut that part to have it in later. And I don't think that's the last time we're going to be talking about a possible cut of a character from a movie before their debut. But of course, she's going to be teaming up with Ant-Man. Right. And she has very similar... Kind of a similar power set to him in the sense of she shrinks down. She can fly upon her own accord with, of course, built-in wings. And and she also has a um, sting that she can do as well, that she can energy projectiles from her hands to sting if they go along with her normal power set. She can also grow to giant size like Ant-Man can, but she does not utilize that ability that much because she does not normally... Like using it. If you are, man, this is the this is another time I'm bringing this up. If you are a fan of the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes TV show, they yes. do a fantastic job of yes. portraying her in that. So if you want to see her, definitely take give give that a look. And she does only grow to giant size. I think maybe once or twice. She doesn't utilize it that much. Right. So that's a, definitely a cool way. To, you know get to see that character and everything beforehand. But I think that that's definitely, once again, bring another interesting female character who was, in the comics, a founding member of the Avengers. So yeah, it's just kind of sad that she wasn't in the original movie. But once again, they're, Marvel kind of knows what they're doing, it seems like, with their movies. All right, so now we're going to... We've kind of jumped through these a lot, and we're sorry if we're briefing over characters that you're a fan of. We're just trying to, you know, just... Give you some brief information that, yes. so that you can like either... Like I said, we'll be more than happy to go in depth if somebody wants us to. And if you want to, you can definitely, you know, do the research yourself or look up some stuff yourself and let us know some stuff we might have missed. 
which is probably a lot because trust me, these people have uh, decades worth of history well, and behind that's them. That's why we've we can't stress enough that we're picking and choosing from different times in the comic book. Line. Speaking so. of picking and choosing in different timelines and someone who's got a real weird continuity, we move on to our final, final female that we'll be, that we will be talking about today that is actually getting her own movie. And that is... <sighs> Miss Marvel. Which actually is going to be called Captain Marvel. Yeah. She used to be Miss Marvel. She, she also did. used to be known as Binary. She also Warburg. used to be worn as... Known as Warbird, but yes. overall she is Carol Danvers. I love her. Ellie's favorite character, she's and I'm going to have to probably repeat face. five times that it's Captain Marvel for this discussion, and, and not Miss Marvel. She's Miss Marvel in my heart. I have every single single issue of the run back in the. Oh. It was around the time of Civil War. Yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. then. I love it. So she has a very. She has been. I think we probably brought this up before. If we haven't, then maybe this is the first time, because I know we've discussed this off mic a lot. Right. She is supposed to be one of the strongest characters yeah. in the Marvel Universe. Insane. In, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she's also a very strong character in the actual comic universe, too. I mean, her history is weird, so I'm not going to get into <laughs> too much of that, but what does she bring to the table? Well, going back to the comics, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a character called Rogue. Comic book rogue, mind you. I'm not talking about movie rogue. Right. Absorbed her powers. She did not get the energy manipulation, but she did get the ability to fly. She got the strength because she held on to rogue for that long that she permanently absorbed, absorbed those powers. And she only absorbed a fraction of what Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel now, is capable of. So she is a very powerful character. She has energy manipulation. She has the binary power as well i don't know if they're going to touch on that because that's definitely a convoluted story in itself i think she's one of those characters that i think they will dumb her down and i don't mean intelligence dumb i mean her powers i think they're gonna have to you mean like they've done with um vision scarlet witch thor because she's just see what happens with spider-man she's so powerful i just Everybody be like, why doesn't she just go in and take care of this? Like, why are we? Yes. Yeah, so. Exactly. I mean, they, they could. She is an expert in hand-to-hand combat. She's an espionage, expert in espionage as well. Yes. I mean, she's got just such a list of, of talents and stuff. Um, she has also been able to withstand pressures of over 90 tons of weight, <laughs> which is amazing. So, I mean, she. this is the comic book version, so we don't know what they're going to do with her in the movie. I mean, right. I'd be very interested to see what they do with her because she would definitely be... A, it would be very cool to have a female character as one of the strongest ones oh, yeah. in, the, in the universe. And if she can go up against, you know, Thor or, or the Hulk and finally Thanos. Wow. I mean, I, getting sidetracked for a split second, I... I, I'm excited about Thanos being involved. I just want to know on what level, like, how are they going to show how, how strong he is? Right. Because, I mean, I'm just thinking he's just going to backhand the Hulk. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to say because I, I like the Hulk, but, I mean, what... They'll do something like that just to show what, how... Yeah, it's exactly... How do you show what this guy can do? Right. And if he just... I mean, and he can. In the comics, he can, without the gauntlet or anything, kind of go up against... Base level Hulk, mind you. Base level right. Hulk. I'm not talking about World Breaker Hulk or anything like that, but just he can smack around the Hulk pretty pretty easily for the most part. And that's not w- without even having the Infinity Gauntlet with any of the gems in it. So I'll be interested to see, you know, what they do to show how powerful he is and then what she is going to be able to do to go up against them. She was actually supposed to be introduced in the. Avengers Age of Ultron movie, if I remember. It was Age of Ultron or Civil War she was supposed to be introduced to one of those two. So, she was supposed to be, once again, another character that was supposed to be introduced earlier on. And, I'm, I guess, I don't know if they're going to bring in the Kree and the scroll in this then, too. Because, technically, she's... That's definitely in her background, yes. But, here's something that is interesting. There was a no, not trying not to spoil this, but there, you know, I don't think it is. There was a part in Doctor Strange where it was referenced that there was a woman in the age range that 
Carol Danvers could be that had a like microchip or something fried in her brain from a lightning strike. Is that referencing possibly her origin? I mean, you're 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 a big fan of her. Do you do you? I mean, not having Marvel, not having the Kree and the Scrolls, not 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 having all. I mean, because she's a hybrid of Kree and right and human physiology. That's why she's so strong. It's a perfect amalgamation of it. So with them cutting that out, I mean, do you think that ruins the character slightly? Ugh. Or do you think that it, it's something that as long as they can get everything else right, you're willing to? I sidestep that. So when I watch comic book movies, I watch them just for their individual, like for the film version. Yeah. Um, it's once again, kind of like what we're talking about with kind of picking and choosing where we're talking about these characters from different universes or different parts. Um, it's the same thing with these movies. They can't get, they can't put everything in the movie and they can't put every, you know, different version. So I'm okay with it. Um, just, you know, I understand they have some liberties and they can't put everything in it. So, I mean, it would take several movies, I think, to completely explain stuff. Right. So, I, I mean, like I said, I'm very interested what they do with these characters. I mean, I, I mean, I really have to, yeah, I mean, we have to see it first before we really can make a, a full judgment on it. And finally, just as a note of a character that has been introduced, and I think they did a good job with as a female character and everything, the Ancient One. Mm-hmm. I know that there's some people that are up in arms. I'm not trying to start that argument here. Oh, no. People, I'm not. I'm not. We're I'm just not. discussing. <laughs> I think that they did a phenomenal job with her being a female in it. I don't think that that affected the storyline at all. Right. Am I a big Doctor Strange fan beforehand? Eh. I, I knew a lot of his backstory. Did I care that they made her a female? I wanted to see how it was done, and I think they did a good enough job yeah. with it. And it's kind of one of those things where I think that brought a new interesting level into the character as well. So I think that is, that's going to wrap up our discussion on girl power. And we'll probably be revisiting this at some point. I'm sure that there'll be another discussion at some point of female comic book characters. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap things up. And we've got some, some, some news about an upcoming episode and everything. So stay tuned for that. This is... Zing This. You always see this Welcome back. Um, before we, we we wrap things up, I got to give a few shout outs real quick. Shout it's, outs. It's kind of the end of the year, I guess, for us. I mean, we're, 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 we're not going anywhere. We're going to have an episode out next week, possibly in a galaxy far, far away. <gasps> da, 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 copyright, copyright, copyright. Oh, oh, don't, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, sorry, okay, sorry. Okay. So... <laughs> To, to wrap it, to, to kind of give a thanks, you know, I know we haven't been around for a year yet, but we just want to thank, you know, everyone who's been listening to us so far. So much fun. And it's, we've, we've been having a lot of fun with this stuff and thanks for bearing with us through me learning. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to do this and Ellie is learning to do this with me as well on how yes. to, you know, edit and do a lot of this stuff. So we're, we're getting better with stride and everything. We just also want to give some shout outs to the, to the unbelievable podcast and everyone from that who's come over. I know that I, I've got a few few fans that pop up from there that that definitely you know are active on our twitter feed and hopefully listen to every week's episode with with bated breath and anticipation so thank <laughs> so course. thank so thank you guys for doing that um <laughs> i gotta thank you know um the guys over at rumor flies they they did a lot of help with us you know getting started and everything i, I was in communication with them so i think they're gonna have their new season starting soon so definitely oh, cool. check them out awesome. and they've got They've got two previous seasons, and they're they're a fun bunch of guys for a podcast to listen to. On another podcast note, if you guys are a fan of the the sensation Westworld, I would definitely check out Brokebot Mountain podcast. Yes. It is um, one done by the Blazing Caribou Studios. It's got Carrie Sims on it, and, and, she- and I wanted to say um, before you finish. I am going to make it a, a point to finish the season so that maybe we can talk about that soon. And maybe we can have something with them on it. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, they, they do a great job. They've gone yes. through all the episodes, and now they're going back through and looking at 
you know, critiquing, you know, different stuff and trying Get to more theor- in depth. Theor- theorize about what might possibly be on the way. So who knows? Oh. Definitely a great series. Also want to give a, a huge shout out to Jeremy. I, I, I know that there's probably a lot of people out there named Jeremy, but Jeremy, if you know which one you are, he's <laughs> helped us a lot with the equipment we have behind the scenes here. So I just cannot thank him enough for, for the help he's given us with our equipment on on the on on the background end so right. thanks thank you jeremy um want to give a shout out to ben he he knows which one he is and he's <laughs> he's given us some feedback and everything he's he's and been we a, love that we appreciate yeah it. he's he's emailed us and stuff and been a great fan to have to communicate with so i just want to thank him and finally i want to thank cat who is of course a patreon yay cat a patreon subscriber and also she made a comment the other week on the Zelda thing, which was very interesting, she made a comment about it looks like because they, because of course in the trailer you see a lot of Hyrule and it looks all damaged and stuff and rusted over. She said it looks like damage that could have been done after a flood. Oh. Well, here's an interesting thing on the on the weird Zelda timeline, Wind Waker, the one where basically everything's flooded. This this could take place after that. So the world's water level could have gone back down, and this could be even further in the future on the timeline. So that's an interesting thing. I don't know if that's what you're getting at, Kat, but I, I like where your mind was when I put those pieces together. I was like, that's awesome. So thanks, Kat, for that comment. <laughs> Yay, thanks, Kat. Um, we just want to thank you know everyone out there who's helped support us. We want to thank Rob, who's our guest, um, yes. whenever he wants to be and just pops in and Gives us his input. We also want to thank Kelly, who's been our guest once, but I know he's an avid listener. So thanks, Kelly, for your support. And I guess now after patting ourselves on the back, we can tell people, you know, where to find us. Yes. So don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud at Zingness. You can also find us on Google Play now at, of course, Zingness. Uh, iTunes, Zingness. You can also, we're on Tuned In now. Yay. Yay. And Stitcher. <laughs> so we're slowly wow. getting on more and more stuff. This is stuff, podcatchers as we can. Um, Facebook sing this. You can definitely be a fan of our page. You give know, us a to, like. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. <laughs> I normally say that. So you got that for this one. On Twitter, you can follow us. It's at sing this. Give yeah. us a tweet. Yes. <laughs> and finally, you can get on Instagram yes. and you can, that that's actually zing this podcast. So you can get, we're, we're trying, we have made a vow in our little pre-show meetings to to next year that we're going to go gung-ho and be a lot more active in yes. in the social media side you know we're and, we're and I think a lot of people like your little your little collage photos that you do every mm-hmm. week to kind of give a a peek of what's coming up we're also trying to you know hey, if we get a graphic novel we're trying to show hey this is what we're reading this week so if we get a lot of you know fan feedback on that that might be a new read this segment Cool. So, so that that could definitely be something that you guys can get involved in. And finally, if you want to contact us directly, of course, you can do it through most of those other ways. But you can also do it through zingness at gmail.com. Yeah. And finally, if you want to contribute to us, there's of course zingness at Patreon, uh, zingness on Patreon. Finally, DJ Golden Boy, yeah. play us out. We'll see you guys next week, where we will come to you at light speed, lightsabers ablazing. Nice.